Hello and welcome to the MMA Coaches Corner, UFC 255, Figueroa versus Alex Perez, uh, and it ought to be a good one. Uh, so today we're going to give you our pick. I am the fighter. I'm the coach. And together we are the MMA Coaches Corner. Uh, I'm joined here with George Scott, a.k.a. the coach. How you doing? Yo, what is going on, Scott Sportscast Nation? We're here. We're hyped for this fight card. We are ready to start breaking it down for you guys. We got Figurado. We got Shevchenko. We even got Shogun Hua on the card. So why don't we go ahead and just get into it? We got a card for, full of warriors. So, oh, and ready I can't for the thunder this weekend. I'm ready for the ambulances to be rolling in and out that arena because we got some vicious hitters on this card. We got some killers on the card. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so let's go ahead and, and just kind of start getting into it. Uh, some news on weigh-ins. We only had one person miss weight. <laughs> and it was better than last weekend. <laughs> yeah, better than last weekend, but... Still, this one was missed by a mile. Um, who, it was. Um, it was Mike, Mike Perry missing weight by five fucking pounds. <laughs> the cockiest son of a bitch in the game. <laughs> Not about, even close. He can't even make weight. <laughs> he's got no corner and he's got no weight cutting skills. So there's that. <laughs> Yeah, and he's not going against an easy opponent either. But let's get on with our first matchup. We got the rematch from the tie, finally. We got Paul, the Bear Jew, Craig, taking on Mauricio Shogun Rua. And, oh, man, we get it again. <laughs> we get it again. I think we all know about uh, Shogun. Very dangerous, very vicious, very just brutal fighter. This one of guy the best loves... type fighters to ever fight in MMA. Yep, and just one of the best brawlers to ever do it, too. Uh, he'll fight you any way he needs to fight you to get the job done, and that's one of the things I always loved and respected about Shogun. Paul Craig, on the other hand, kind of the opposite. This guy is a submission ace do not go to the ground with this guy if you can prevent it um he has he has good enough striking where he can mix it up and get some easy takedown and when the fight goes to the ground all that advantage goes to the uh bear jew uh what do you think about this fight yeah this is a true striker versus grappler match you got Shogun, who's getting very, very, very long in the tooth, used to fight in those pride fights. Now he's coming off of a win off of another guy who was very, very, very long in the tooth in, in Noguera. So coming off of a victory there. But I think this is where age finally catches up. I think 
Paul, uh, I think Craig is just ready to avenge that draw. I think he wants it more. I think he's the more intense fighter at weigh-ins. I think he's the younger, fresher fighter. Now, how quick is it going to be till this guy pulls guard? I mean, <laughs> I mean, he pulls guard in pretty much all of his fights. If he can get the fight to the ground, he has his best chance of victory, and he knows that. So I mean, expect he has him. a ninety-two percent win of his wins are by submission, ninety-two percent. So I I think this is one of the cases where one fighter wants it way more than the other. Um, not saying that Shogun doesn't want it, but I just think that Craig wants it way more, and I think he's gonna pull guard and bear Jew his way into another victory with a submission. I think nice. he's going to choke out Shogun. I think it's going to be a choke this time. Okay. So but it's going to be a good choke? fight. Yeah. I think it's going to be an amazing fight. Um, yeah. I also had uh, Fairju winning this fight by submission. I think this one's going to be a limb, though. I think he's, he's going to catch in a – just kind of catch him in an arm bar and – Shogun just not as athletic as he used to be in terms of <laughs> acrobatics, you know, around around the grappling mat. So I think it'll be a little He's harder a black for him belt, to, But to has he ever out. submitted anybody, you know, maybe like I mean, one person? Yeah, I don't think he wants to. Um, yeah, he wants to go out there and tie fight people. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time he really did jujitsu at a high competitive level, too? It's like... And, Started yeah, resting I, on his laurels in a way, possibly. I mean, I'm not there training with the guy, so I don't know. I mean, he's a striker. He wants to strike. He wants to knock people out. He wants to take souls. And But I just think that this is where the age catches up to him. I think this is a fight where um, it's just noticeable that, that age is a factor. Yeah. All the fights add up. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it happens. It happens. It happens. Good Anderson Silva. Yeah, exactly. The greatest, greatest pure martial artist that came out in forever. And like, yeah, it's just at a certain point, your body, your body starts rejecting all of your your mental strength and says, "No, nah, we can't." Um, but okay, so let's move on to our next fight. We have the number two. Uh, ranked uh, women's flyweight in uh, Caitlin Kachugan taking on Cynthia uh, Carvalho. Uh, she's ranked number four, nine, one, and one. Um, so the blonde fighter, we she had a tough sled in last time against Andretti. Um, Andretti with the body shot. Yeah, and it was a vicious one. Um, but uh, she has good striking. She has the height, the reach advantage. She needs to be able to stay outside and really use those long legs. She likes to throw a lot of side kicks, head kicks, uh, and knees. So she needs to be able to be the outside fighter this fight. It's whenever you allow them to get inside, that's whenever she really struggles. and. She also really struggles against strong grapplers, like her opponent she's facing. Um, uh, Cynthia, she uh, she's very strong grappler. 
she has a good submission. She's uh the one thing that I noticed is that she's really good in scrambles. So whenever the fight starts uh starts going to the ground, which I believe they're gonna end up clinching because she needs to close that distance anyways. They might as well get the takedown while you're there. Um and she'll have a big advantage. Um give me Cynthia here by submission. No. I think I think the number four is gonna gonna jump up the ranks here after that uh the last fight mm-hmm. for the blonde fighter. Yeah, th- this here is another kind of grappler versus striker matchup. I think the blonde fighter is a pretty is, she's she's a good fighter. She's a good martial artist, but Holly she got destroyed. She got destroyed by Valentina. She got destroyed by Andretti. By Andretti. So. You know, she's just kind of in a position to where she's not going to be able to beat the top contenders, but, you know, she's not going to lose to the lesser competition. Mm -hmm. So I think that her striking, her push kicks, the way that she uses her range, um, it's good, but it's not, it's not going to knock off a world champion. Um, She's, she's not improved enough. To, to fight for a title, but I don't think she's going to lose this weekend to Cynthia because I think she's going to be able to keep her distance and keep keep her at bay with those push kicks and just just point fight the way that she normally does. Um, I do like Cynthia. She trains at, what, Extreme Couture, got good grappling partners, really strong with wrestling. And if you can control the fight, if you can control the geography, you got the best chance to win. I just don't think that she's going to be able to to get the shots and the clinches that she needs to get in order to win this fight for three rounds. I think I think she'll do enough to win a round, possibly get get two rounds. But I just see Caitlin kind of out outpointing her, uh, just winning winning the striking match and keeping it on yeah. the feet. Yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what she needs to do to win the fight, and it's the exact opposite for exactly uh, for uh, Cynthia. So, um, it's gonna it be go good because, way. like you said, it's you know you're able to. Uh, that's where uh, Caitlin really struggles is in the grappling, and so if you could take that away from her, then you're gonna be able to dominate the fight, but. Like you said, you got to get it there on a big, tall, outside fighter who throws a lot of versatile strikes. It's, it's not the easiest thing to do, but she does. Uh, Cynthia does have some good takedowns, so we'll got to see if that if she can get them and those takedowns can really sway the rounds in the judges' minds. So yeah, and is she going to be able to do enough on the feet before she gets those takedowns? Is she going to be able to set those takedowns up with her striking? Or is she going to be frustrated at that range and that reach of Caitlin? Uh, at, yeah. So how did you got uh, Caitlin by by decision? By decision. Okay. Solid. Solid. And you got <laughs> Cynthia by submission. So we have the brute, the cockiest SOB in the game. I mean, at least when <laughs> Connor did it, it was good. <laughs> Mike Perry was just winning. annoying. Yeah, at least he was winning. And 
um, Mr. Mr. Miss weight by five pounds. Dude, are you kidding me? That's a whole dumbbell in your pocket that, <laughs> that you forgot yeah. to take out. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're supposed you're to be a professional. Fighter. You're a professional fighter and you're not paying a nutritionist. You're not paying a corner. You're not doing the things that you need to do to be the most successful version of yourself. You're more worried about fake tattoos and having your girlfriend corner your fights than you are about winning these fights. So cocky is the right term to describe platinum Mike Perry. (laughs) Um, But man, that guy got some power in that right hand, man. Just do not let him land that because it'll change your night. Doesn't matter how tired he is. He still find a way to just put you out one shot. Um, one of the few people uh, these days that truly still have that walk-off punch power, you know, like an old Chuck Liddell-like. Um, but going up against a giant, it's like fighting Stephen Schrute in uh, the Dirty Bird, Tim Means. Dirty Tim Bird. Means been on a terror. He's uh not only that, this guy's really starting to come into his zone on using his length and his reach, bringing those long legs up for knees and kicks, um, becoming very versatile. Doesn't have a lot of, like, all the power, a lot of power. He's got to get it at the end of his punches. But he's getting really good at keeping people outside. So I need to see that from the Dirty Bird. Just stay out there, pick them apart, piece them up win the fight uh call it a day gas him out because you know he's going to bring everything at you in the first round and then he's going to fade so so give me the dirty bird here by decision yeah um i like platinum i liked platinum before he missed weight that bad and it seems like his head's just not in fighting um he's you know he's about to be a father He's over here training with Yoel Romero. Um, he's he's just not really. It seems like he's he's got too much personal stuff going on outside of the UFC to really focus on his fighting career at the moment. He doesn't want to pay a corner. He doesn't want. He he says that corner doesn't help him. Um, he says that you know he doesn't need all these things, but. If he had a good corner, if he had a nutritionist, he would have made weight, and he probably would have won this fight. But I like I mean, Tim Means. He's a grinder. He's he's here to to fight you for 15 minutes, and you know whenever your opponent's missing weight, gives up 30% of their their you know purse, then you know all all is favoring all is favoring you. So I think Tim Means is going to use that Rafael Dos Anos style that we saw last weekend to really wear on a fighter who you know wasn't really conditioned for for the full 15 minutes mm-hmm. so give yeah. me the dirty bird here just uh point fighting it grappling it up mixing it up wrestling striking groundwork just kind of controlling the action controlling the pace of the fight the whole time uh, just really keeping Mike very one-sided. Yeah, more of just a one-sided kind of a grappling boxing match here. 
won't be the most exciting fight, but it'll be the fight that gets Tim Means the victory by decision. I mean, I'll I'll even go as far as say that Tim Means gets dropped the first round and then comes back and wins the next two decisively and wins the fight. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, Mike Perry is not a bad tie fighter. You know, uses a lot of kicks, uses elbows, punches, has good power, but he's only going to have it for the first couple minutes of the fight. And then everything's going to start. He's going to start feeling that, that weight cut. He's going to start feeling all that stuff, all that discouragement. He's not going to have a corner to help him out. He's probably going to have his girlfriend there again, trying to coach him to a victory. And I just don't think that it's the right strategy going in against a guy like Tim means. (laughs) I mean, like, okay. So you're telling me that you got nothing else to learn. Mike Perry, uh, how many world champions have you seen with zero corner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coach, coached by their girlfriend or loved one or anybody, you know? It's like, yeah, no. Work out. No. <laughs> you need even Floyd Mayweather and his dad used fucking fight camp for a reason. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he beat Mickey Gall without a corner, but, you know, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Gall's Gall. just not on the level that Mike Perry was on at the moment. But yeah. I think Tim Means is is on a little bit higher level than Mike Perry at the moment. So I, I think it's going to come back to haunt him that he didn't give himself a full, like, a true preparation with the with the camp and a, and a corner and a strategy and, and working true fight camp. Yeah, that's true. Now, now with those out the way, let's get to the fights we actually care about. Well, that's pretty much go. the main one we care about. Should be the main event, in my opinion. But my favorite fucking person in MMA. Yep. The real life Black Widow. Grew up doing ballet and martial arts. Might as well be an assassin. <laughs> One of the best fighters, pure fighters in the world. Ever. Won multiple Muay Thai kickboxing championships. Um, UFC championships. Master, so Russian master of sports in, I don't know, let's just say Brazilian jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, Taekwondo, uh, kickboxing, and um, judo, (laughs) and Muay Thai, Thai. (laughs) and just Uh, black belts upon black belts, and medals upon medals, and souls on her mantle. My girl, been knocking out people, been knocking out grown women since she was 12 years old. Bullet Valentina Shevchenko taking on Maya here. So, so why why, why don't you? you, So why don't you give me your breakdown here, and then I'll I'll tell you tell everybody how much how much I love Valentina here. I don't know if it's legal for me to say it because it might be uh, conspir- conspiring. Jamie <laughs> and my uh, Jennifer Maya almost said <laughs> I tried to put Damian and Maya mixed with her name. I know it's so hard not to. <laughs> Jamie and Jamie and Maya, uh, their their child. No. <laughs> so uh, you have Jennifer Maya taking on Valentina uh, Shashenko. Shashenko, she, um, Jennifer, not, she's a decent rounded fighter. Um, I wouldn't say she has 
uh, good or great striking. I wouldn't say she has good or great ground game. Um, when I was watching her tape, I just, I just was like, um, uh, uh, this is the one who's fighting for the title <laughs> for one. And then two, I'm like, oh, you're just going to get this girl murdered. <laughs> so, um, I don't see any possible way that Jennifer Maya can win this fight. She can't win on the ground. She can't win on the feet. She can't win in the clinch. The only thing she can hope for is Bellin. Bellin, uh, Sheena breaks every limb in her body during the walkout. (laughs) uh, Yeah, she falls off of a roller coaster and breaks every single bone in her body the night of the fight. (laughs) Oh, man. I just don't see it being possible. Now, Valentina dirtiest kicks in the game man they just they shouldn't be legal how well she uses them um crisp clean hands aggressive uh and she said it best whenever she said this is not a sport this is my life this is a lifestyle um she breeds and just thinks about nothing but winning (laughs) it's um I'm going Valentina by murder. Cold knockout. Not even like a TKO. I think she's going out cold. This. Yeah. Like Jessica I. Mean, I. <laughs> I mean, martial artists are gonna are gonna compete. Fighters are gonna fight, and killers are gonna kill. Valentina Shevchenko is a straight assassin. This girl is my favorite MMA fighter to date. She she does everything well. She's never on her heels. She's always on the balls of her toes. Her countering, you can't really hit her. She'll let you tap her with some bullshit, but she's not going to let you land power shots on you. She's going she's gonna to take all your legs out from you. She's going to take your body. She's going to take your head and eventually take your soul. Now, her kicks have zero wind-up, zero telegraphing. Spinning she just back fires too. them, and they land with power. She doesn't exert herself because she throws everything with proper technique. Everything comes straight. She doesn't loop her punches. She doesn't get involved in bad, wild swinging exchanges. She just goes out there and dominates you on the feet. Oh, she- and then guess what? She'll take you down and beat on you and put you in crucifixes. She'll take your limbs. She'll gut you open with elbows. And she does it with a smile on her face. And and I just love that. I just love killers who, who compete in martial arts. Now, with that being said, this is gonna be a KO because Valentina, she's not afraid to take her time, find a range. Once she finds her range, you're dead in the water. It's just like, it, there's levels there's levels to the game she's gonna and kick you in the body take your wind away she's gonna kick you in the legs to take your movement away she she's gonna Jessica kick your forearm so you don't want to block the head kicks anymore and then whenever you stop blocking <laughs> that's when you go night night she threw four body kicks on jessica i faked a fifth one and hit her right in the temple, right over the hands, because she was so worried about getting hit with that fifth body kick. Now, that strategy, like... the, the That's chess match she, 101. 
she's just a warrior. She's like Anderson Silva in his prime, where there's just nothing you can do about it. Yep. Now, oh, Amanda Nunes, Amanda Nunes. Yeah, that's a way bigger fighter, completely different, different story, different world at 135. But at 125, there's not a soul that can touch her. So give me Valentina Shevchenko by knockout and a beautiful one. And then you're going to see that the beautiful little ballet Russian dance that she does after. And then she's going to go back to just hanging out in a bikini, doing whatever she does in her spare time until it's probably, time to take another soul. Probably murder. Add another more. soul to the mantle and a red gym to that belt. Probably out there uh, killing bears like Khabib will wrestle them. She just fights them to the death. <laughs> yeah, if there's somebody you don't want to fight, that's a Russian fighter. Uh, I love Arlowski. <laughs> I love um, I love Khabib, but <laughs> my favorite Russian fighter of all time has to be Valentina, just because that was the same weight I was, and that's the same way I like to fight. But just I could never do it that good. <laughs> yeah, there's so. That's just a different level. And then um, there's just nobody that can touch her right now. She's she's coming into her prime, and everybody else is wishing that they could be her. So sorry, Jennifer. Yeah. Pack your bags. You're going home in a body bag. <laughs> a body bag. Put to... your paper. You better sorry. write your will. <laughs> Put your paper. Sorry. <laughs> And if you try to do the whole two finger, I surrender. Uh, she kills you anyway. So yeah, she that doesn't. Ain't, that ain't even gonna work. <laughs> All is fair in love and war, and she'll take she'll take somebody's soul right out their damn heart. <laughs> beat it and to the shark. She don't even want it. She just leaves it there on the ground. She's like, I don't need. Right. That. She's full. She's at full full occupancy on her mantle. <laughs> and with that being said. We, um, in my notes here, I I put under Jessica. I put or Jessica. Yeah, same thing as Jessica, but um, for Jennifer, I put murdered, and for Valentina, Valentina, I put and still. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah. So That's let's move on to the go main. Down. Of, let's move on to the uh, co-main event, which is listed as the main event. <laughs> they just blocked the order. We have the other 125-pound belt up for grabs with uh, Davis, Davison uh, Figueroa, the Brazilian champion, the man with probably the heaviest hands I've ever seen at 125, um, taking on a submission ace. I mean, talk about a guy with versatile submissions, beautiful technical ground game, ground top control on point um, in Alex Perez. Alex Perez, I like him. I like this kid. He just needs to get his hands a little bit better. I mean, I know he has some power. He's got some good striking, but I want to see that striking become elite, and this guy could be just a full-fledged martial artist. Is it going to be tonight or tomorrow night? I don't think so. Um, I just see him being caught by one of those just nuclear bombs of hands that Figueroa has. Um, 50% of Figueroa's wins are by knockout. Um, 
and uh, some other ones by submissions. I mean, he'll choke you out cold too with an arm and guillotine. Figueroa is just that dude is made of of marble. That dude is chiseled beyond belief. He is in shape. He is used to going 25 minutes, and he has some great jujitsu as well that gets slept on. So I don't see that being a huge problem. Give me Figueroa by knockout of the night in this one. I think that it's eventually going to happen to where Perez is scrambling. He gets up, back kind of touches the cage, and he eats a massive straight, and uh, that's going to start the end, or if it's not the end, you know. Beginning of the end. So I got to take the champion in this one, retaining his belt as well by knockout. Yeah, Alex Perez, like you said, great grappler, uh, awesome on the ground. But his hands is where he's really going to suffer in this fight. Because it doesn't matter if you block these punches by Davidson. I mean, every time he lands, you hear it. Every time he throws something, you feel it. And if he lands clean, he's taking your legs out from you. And you're hitting the canvas. Um, so this is a guy with, with great grappling, with okay, okay striking versus a guy with great striking and great grappling as well. So you got to give it to the more well-rounded fighter. And I just think, I think Figueroa here is just going to go out there and just beat this dude's ass. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how, how to say it in an educated way, but I just have a feeling that Cisco, um, cause whenever I saw this dude get off the scale with his, with his glasses and that hair, I just thought like, man, Cisco's fighting now. That's what he's doing after the thong song. <laughs> you know? He's just going to go out there and just throw hands and, and land power shots. And, and, but what I really like about, uh, Davidson here is that he's patient. He'll, he'll wait mm-hmm. for the next opportunity to knock you out. Like he's not going to just rush in and put himself in bad positions to finish you like you saw in that Benavidez fight. Dropped him like three times before he finally got the submission victory. But but he was patient with it. He took his time. He knew that this guy was hurt and he has 25 minutes to put you away with one punch. And that's yeah. pretty much what happened. Dropped him again for the third time. Choked him out. And he, I mean, I've heard rumors that he's cut like 40 pounds to make 125. And that's why he's so freaking big and powerful is that he's cutting from 160. Um, that's crazy. But if he made weight, didn't have an issue, came, looks ready to go, looks chiseled, looks intense. Perez, I just don't know if he's ready for the fight, if he's ready for the title fight yet. Um, great up-and-comer. Uh, definitely going to be there one day. I just don't think that this Saturday is going to be it. So catch Figueroa here by knockout. Or probably yeah. it could be like a TKO turned into a submission. But but we'll all, we'll all know that it, it was a knockout. <laughs> it, was, it was a TKO. I mean, I think that if, if this fight ends by submission I think that it it will be Perez who gets the submission Um, so I just see Figueroa just not even going for a submission not even testing the ground I just beating him up on the feet hurt him and then just stands over him like doesn't even try to jump in guard you know just 
just plays it plays it like a vet and uh, like a champion. So yeah, I think both these killers retain their gold and their place in history so far. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited it's a night for of, this card. It's a night of and still <laughs> the dangerous people in their weight class. And still by tremendous fashion. They're fighting martial artists and they're fighting fighters, but these are killers that they're going against. And the only way to kill a killer is to with the killer. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kill not, martial artists. And those killers aren't fighting killers. So. No. So I, oh. I think it's just gonna be people defending their belts in, in vicious forms. This, this oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see some violence in that cage this weekend. We've been waiting for our uh, bloodline uh, sister, uh, Valentina, to to fight. Um, We have to be related somehow. That's all I know. Yes, but uh, related by Borsch. But okay, so Figueroa or Valentina knockout of the night? Who you got? Valentina all day, every day. Nice. I'm gonna go with Figueroa because I think Shashanko Shashanko might um, switch it into a submission. But um, uh, I think I think uh, Figueroa's putting this dude limp. Um, but Mike Perry, man, if he lands, that could easily be the knockout of the night. This is a card. For, this is a card for finishes. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they they weren't messing around with boring fights on this one. That's for sure. Two, I mean, outside that dude getting his ear split. Um, I mean that that card came out pretty well. Uh, the last one. Oh, what a snooze fest. Yeah, that one kind of was a dampener, and this one's gonna bring the excitement back in full force. There's oh, gonna yeah. be some. There's gonna be some hands of flying and some kicks of flying this weekend. Some knees, elbows, beautiful takedowns, cranking so who, on submissions. Who's your submission of the night? This one's tough. This one is tough. I want to say I was gonna go submission of the night for uh, Bear Juice. I think that he's going to end up catching Shogun in something like a Darth, um, maybe even um, like a guillotine or something. Like an anaconda, you know, catch him on the sprawl and then just hit it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm going with um, Bear Jew to get the victory here too. I think it could be like um, a guillotine or, or so, something we haven't seen in a while inside the octagon, like you said, like a Dars or an anaconda. But Peru I think it's a more even. Yeah, something something different. So so not your conventional rear naked choke, arm bar, knee bar type of thing. Yeah. Dude, someone got tapped by a twister, man. I was like, poor guy. <laughs> you got out wrestling. Never reach never reach back in wrestling. Yep. How to defend that guillotine. Wrestling guillotine, not jujitsu guillotine. Oh yeah. Yep. You gotta you gotta watch your hips whenever you're going against wrestlers because if they're in a bad position, you're about to be. Uh, right. Other than so, that, who's your you had, uh, fight of the night? 
Oh, definitely gonna have to take uh, Valentina for the fight of the night. That ain't lasting that long to be fight of the night. It's gonna be fight of the night based on dominance. Like she's just gonna beat her down for two and a half rounds and finish her. <laughs> it's like, oh, just flawless victory on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't know. I think um I really don't know who I'm taking. Maybe the the Mike Perry Tim Means fight would be a really good fight of the night or even even Caitlin and um what's her name Cynthia? Yeah, Cynthia. I feel I feel that could be a good a good back and forth kind of fight. Just showing yeah. all all aspects of martial arts in that fight. Yeah, I don't see it being vicious but i do see it being technical competitive nice. yeah competitive but if mike perry doesn't gas man uh that could be a war that tim means and him go through yeah that's valentina's fight could be great figurado versus perez could be great oh. yeah this is this is a fantastic card on paper so and i think it'll live up to to the action in the cage I think it's going to live up so much to the hype that we're going to do ourselves a uh, MMA coach's corner watch along. Oh, you're token. damn right. Damn right. <laughs> I'm watching Valentina take some souls live on air. Yep. So we're back this weekend tomorrow with a, with a new uh, watch along. So you guys will be able to enjoy that as well. Uh, Bring it one, one, one of the cards that have to be done <laughs> yeah there's there's some thunder this weekend and and we're gonna be there to cover it all for you guys give us give us some breakdowns give give everybody kind of our thoughts and and what we would advise these fighters during the fight so be, feel free to to tag along <laughs> watch along with us um give us your feedback let us know what you think and give us some of your predictions for the fight if you agree with us if you don't think that that we're right and you're right tell us why we'd love to hear from you oh yeah oh man dude <laughs> i can't wait there, there's I gonna be some some headaches after this event and it yeah, might it's gonna be, be for a me full emergency room. it's gonna be a full emergency room this weekend <laughs> Oh man, but other than that, you got any final comments on this card? No, I just wanted to thank everybody for tuning along. Go ahead, follow us on all of our social media at the Scott Sportscast. Tune in this weekend to the fights. Get in contact with us. Let us know what you thought of the fights and whether you were right or wrong. Let us know if we were right or wrong. We'd like to hear from y'all. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Be safe. Happy holidays to everybody that's coming up. Uh, it'll be Thanksgiving by the time we do our next uh, podcast here. So happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Party responsibly. And have a great weekend and holiday. Very nice. Yep. And, uh, well not the last podcast for me though so i will also have a 
watch along of the WWE pay-per-view tomorrow for the Steps Inside the Squared Circle. We will still have our fantasy football and our uh, NFL picks next week. So, and we'll also have another Alex and an athlete next week as well. And uh, if you haven't, check out the last one with, uh, with Justin McClain, uh, diehard as professional MMA fighter. So if you guys like, want to hear a professional fighter, go ahead and uh, take a listen. So make sure you like, subscribe on YouTube, uh, and make sure you share it with your friends, your family, the golfer that's tearing up your yard. Uh, the cat that keeps meowing across the street, you know, tell him to spread the word. But uh, let everyone know that, that you like it here at the MMA Coach's Corner. So this has been the fighter and the coach. You have yourself a great night.